AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and this is MTV's official Challenge podcast. Here we go, baby, back on the podcast. Did you like that? You know what, Tree Stump? I'm not sure. <laughs> Let's talk about Tree Stump later. I will this episode well. is going to get super spicy because not only do we have Olivia on... To talk about everything that she went through, we also reveal our screen names from when we were 14 years old. But before we get into that, let's discuss this episode. This is an intense episode. I mean, we went right into the final. Right into it. 100 hours. It's 100 hours. I didn't think that you were going to roll your ankle immediately. Well, you know, I also didn't think that Jordan was going to take Devin seriously when he was like, yeah, just fuck it. Just cut the course. Can and we I was just like, close that information? I think that that needs to be touched yes. on because people so, don't. Yeah. There are, before we start, TJ said there are arrows. So Jordan, of course, then asked late, like before we're about to run, do we have to, <laughs> do we have to follow the arrows? And Devin's like, no, you can create your own course, navigate your own course. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we fucking can't. Not thinking that Jordan took that seriously. Jordan cuts across thinking that we're going to sprint in front of everyone. Right. And I'm like, this is 100 hours. There's no point in really getting the lead. And to be honest, we're not going to keep it. Even if we got ahead, that's not, let's be serious. That we was not happening. It was, it just wasn't going to happen. Unless you, you just all didn't know what was going to happen at a checkpoint. Right. And th- that was the ankle that I broke. So it, it was a mind fuck too, because I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit. This this is the ankle that I've rehabbed. This is the strong ankle. Yeah. I just never imagined like really rolling it again, especially on because it was just like pine cones and and pine needles and grass, and you really couldn't see the terrain. So right. once I sprained my ankle, literally 30 seconds in, I'm like, well, yeah. this is these are the cards that I'm dealt, and this is how I'm going to finish this final. Do you think that the 100-mile bike ride before, the night before we started Absol- the final, had no. anything to do with it? No. no. Actually, bikes are low impact. They have nothing. No. Okay. <laughs> so the bike yeah, no. had even the bike. And I, I think we can agree to this. We were all working out in the yard, chilling, have a good, having a good Saturday morning. It was a Saturday morning when TJ came through on his four-wheeler and was like, all right, everybody, we're starting the final right now. It's 100 hours. Like, And then to go into it, to get into those cars – 
me not learning how to drive stick shift, immediately yeah, feeling pretty shitty about that. I like, left. Morale at a low Wait, from the jump. But, but Devin didn't know how to drive it either. He figured it out. We were going real slow. <laughs> we were just trying to eat up some of those hours of the final. If you notice, it was 98 hours by the time we got to the base camp. Yeah, Two of those well, hours driving. Not bad. I mean, we really were at the base camp. We yeah. really were at a camp where yeah. we knew that we were going to be camping out for about right. four days. Yep. Well, we we didn't know. We didn't know. We thought we were going to. Well, I'm assuming that we're going to be there for four days. Well, can we also just touch on this, which is not something that I think is obvious from what we see in the show. Olivia and Horacio, we each get two tents. I can't. Olivia, <laughs> I didn't think you were going to bring it up. Yeah, we have to. Do Olivia they get a timeout for this? They finished their bike first. 100 miles. Done. Now they get to open up their safe inside their box or whatever you want to call it. They have two tents. They decide to only set up one of the tents because they want to make sure that if they have to move location, they can easily grab their stuff and go, which actually credit to them is pretty genius. But well, additionally, Jordan said, Anissa, we're going to sleep in the same tent for body heat. How did you and feel? And by the time he mansplained how to put the tent together, I was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh, he mansplained it several times. I mean, I could have used some mansplaining because I was shitting the bed at putting that thing together. I mean, it wasn't – by that time, I was just trying to get it done. Like, I didn't even care. Yeah. <laughs> and Jordan's like, no, this is how you actually do it. I was like, oh, I'm doing it. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. I mean, it's exhausting. But anyway, all right. So we sleep. We all get our sleep. The bike ride means nothing. You roll your ankle. Now we're on to these – bolas and literally immediately it's you hurting your ankle olivia hurting her finger and fish guts like talk mm-hmm. about yeah. a brutal intro then i cut my finger on that too like mm-hmm. sliced it open because literally i was throwing the same way olivia was yeah so it worked though because we got there after you guys and we still left before two teams shout out to the dirty 30 final where i have thrown a bola before and knew to throw it from the middle oh so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying i didn't hurt my finger you hurt your finger olivia hurt her finger i was bleeding all over my ball i didn't even care i'm like jordan's like fuck it let's go i just remember people passing mugs around and there was like blood on the mug and i'm like that this yeah is that so was all sanitary so unsanitary yeah i felt so bad for her yeah, I know. She really, I mean, but was still still going, getting after it. And I realized when we got to the tires how dirty they were because I had all that black shit, like, on my neck. It was on our faces. Yeah. It was yeah. in my cut. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm losing a finger after this. Like, hmm. I don't think people understand how long the tire thing was. It felt never ending. Yeah. There were a yeah. lot of people that went home to only have eight of us there. So, and people that went home and came back. Right. Right. So, so what were there, like 16 eliminations, right? So it was eight runs because you could only carry one. Eight runs back and forth. So 16. And one, one, yeah. So, but eight total because you split it between you and your partner, right? So you're, you're yeah. doing that run eight times. So, but the thing about that run is like, it's almost the whole thing itself was like a mile. So you basically did eight miles right there. It was so long. And I don't. We were watching. Jordan was like, "Run to the tree, then stop. Then run to the bridge, then stop. Then run." Like we were breaking it up after a while because I'm like, Jordan, you know what? Like the ankle hurts like shit. We have to do something though. Like I wanted to just finish already. Yeah. And I was like, just gonna have to fucking hobble on this thing. But what was it like? You know, obviously Jordan is like top tier competitor. Like this person is not just a I go outside and run. He competes in 
like wants to compete in ultra marathons does yeah. like the top athletics. He is like a different breed. He's better than any of the guys I've ever seen compete on the challenge in my life, in my opinion, the most athletic in terms of endurance. So, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe Orasio could, maybe Orasio could keep up with him. I can, I can go forever too. And I think that that's where we like kind of get pull from each other. Like there's no quitting, but he can just do it faster. You know what I mean? And I think it comes to like, he's good at like shifty shit and like with the car jumping and all that other stuff, he's a little bit more coordinated in that sense, you know? And like Mm -hmm. whatever, but it was just a matter of like, it wasn't going to be my ankle that, that broke me. It was going to be him and how he talked to me that, that broke my spirits. So, so watching like, it back, what did it, what it does it feel like? It was so difficult. Yeah. I felt like even though I busted my ass, I still wasn't getting like, I felt so uplifted by these things that I had conquered and, and you know, what I had been through. I'm like, I'm having a fucking comeback season. This is great. I'm in this final with somebody, you know, who pushes me. And then it's like, I, I roll my ankle and then I'm like, I'm still going to go through this. But it just like, it broke me. emotionally I was crying during the final a lot Mm. and but there's this other thing where it's like I'm not gonna quit because I'm also kind of spiteful right now I'm like well fuck you Mm. you're gonna keep talking shit to me well I'll show you yeah right. like so it became anger too so I was just dealing with pain emotions like there was just so much going on dude and from the start like the the final started out just absolutely intense. Like you running and having to do eight miles on on a bad ankle, and mm-hmm. after you drinking fish guts, right? Like this is oh, not yeah. Easy my fingers stuff. were fucking swollen. Everybody yeah. smelled like whatever they vomited. Or you're the only person who didn't smell like fish. Yeah, thank God. Maybe day four, but not day one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, imagine um, we're going to be here for four days. I mean, are yeah. we getting new uniforms? Who knows? Probably not. I have a feeling that it's not happening. I can say this, though, like watching Bananas and Nani, like I love their relationship. Yeah. They're the so he, he cracks me the fuck up, dude. Like he is so funny. And I love how Nani like will curse it out, but she's like, I love brother. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, that's her annoying brother. God, I love them so much. They're great to watch. It's definitely a fun dynamic to watch. Yeah. And Horacio and Liv, right? Like, they are just such fighters. Horacio is just this incredible athlete, and Liv is just You watch just... Liv run back and forth. You could see in yes. her face, like, she was giving every single thing she had. To Everything that. she had. Everything. Yeah. And then, you know, we get up to that checkpoint with the slingshot. Devin and I lock it in really easily because Devin is just an, a genius when it comes to accuracy. And so, obviously, we win that and we get the opportunity to sabotage somebody. Unfortunately, the sabotage is just like way more intense than I think anybody anticipated, like, with everything that happened with Olivia and Horacio when they come up. And, I mean, if we got to give the gold star to anybody, i give it to Olivia all mm-hmm. day. That girl to took her. a shot to the face, wanted to keep going, asked to put a Band-Aid on it, mm-hmm. and just wanted to not quit. And yeah. got a, her face was just, I mean, that was hard to watch. I can't even imagine yeah. what it was like to be in. So gold star yeah. Olivia all day. Yeah, definitely. Time out maybe to you and Devin for giving her that sabotage that broke her face. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Putting you both in the corner. Honestly, I'll take it. A little five to ten minute timeout. Think about what you did. Yeah. I think I'm going to think about that. 
And I think that I need to apologize to Olivia. So maybe we should have her on the episode. Yes. We are going to get to speak to Olivia, hear her point of view, hear Tori profusely apologize to her and see how well that goes. I love that. So don't go anywhere. Our interview with Olivia Kaiser is coming up next. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The long-awaited rookie of the season, maybe of the decade, Olivia yeah. Kaiser. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> Not not to mention the only person that looked good during every challenge. That's so true. I'm not sure how we all looked fucking disgusting. Well. And you still looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think I balanced it out with what we're about to talk about. So we'll we'll see. No. You, you, oh, my God. Just a, yeah. a badass through and through. Like anybody watching this season who doesn't like ride for you or like root for you is just living a sad, lonely life. And I mean, more than just <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Because thank like, you, you, you. what, a, what a season, you know, like, obviously it's gotten you to this point. You've been through every elimination pretty much possible, but then it brings you to this final. Let's just address the most important part. You exiting the game and having to mm-hmm. sit here and rewatch this. Like, what yeah. is that like for you? Yeah. So, I mean, it's honestly like I make jokes about a lot of things. It's just my coping mechanism to handle like severities of situations. But this one, it really got me. I was like, holy, like put the knife in and twist. Like it hurt. Like I can handle pain. Like, I mean, you can kind of see, I actually don't even, I mean, I'm in shock. Let's talk about that. But I don't really cry until I get told I can no longer continue and that's when I was like, no, like, no, like, this isn't happening to me. And um, but yeah, it definitely brings me back to a very vulnerable feeling, very sad moment. And that's just not how I live my life. So it's very weird. And I just feel very weird about the whole scene. Mm. Do you know I what I mean? mean? You said, can we put a Band-Aid on it? Like, <laughs> is there anyone that could just put a tiny Band-Aid oh on this thing and I'll just keep going? You would have bled out on the five miles that were to come. Oh, my like, God. Uh, oh, my God. Could you imagine I- even... I think that, first of all, it's amazing that you even got as far as you did because most people, I think, coming into the game without the without the friendships in mm-hmm. a new game, it's really, really stressful. The games are long. You're in a bunch of eliminations, which can either light a fire under you or totally just crush you. Mm-hmm. And you rose to the occasion. 
you made friends, you end up in the, I mean, you got so far and it's not like, it's not like you did something where like you were stupid or you got disqualified, like yeah, on like a a freak accident from a bolo. Well, first from the the bolo. I mean, this final didn't want me to be there. I swear to God. (laughs) What the fuck? Those carabiners were deadly. (laughs) But actually, to be honest with you, my finger hurt so much more than my face because you're, I mean, think about it. Everything you touch, everything you touch, there's so many nerves in your fingers. And I had the little white nerve just hanging out. And it was and those tires were so dirty too. Oh my god! And then the fish, the fish guts was getting in it. Also, like when you run, you know your fingers they take a lot of blood in with their hands. Fingers swell up from the fish. Uh, My throat started swelling up, and I was like, "Dude, if I'm allergic to fish, it's a bad time to find out." (laughs) I mean, that was like fish. It was like just just explain to the to the (laughs) listeners out there. These these giant mugs were filled with. It tasted like ranch, salt, and and fish. That's actually a cute way of putting it because to me it tasted like freaking dead bodies. Like I'm just saying, I was... like the basic components was just like a lot of salt, a creamy substance, and fish to the point where like my fingers were swollen and pale because of all salt... the sodium. Yeah, how much salt? And they we put were in losing each one? so yeah. much because we were yeah. sweating our asses off. Oh my god, I was yeah. dying. Yeah. A, I was dying watching Olivia do a back saying it's tuna milk. Is that what you were saying? <laughs> Like, I said it's a, it t- no. I said it tastes like a tuna melt. A tuna melt. Oh, tuna melt. <laughs> Not tuna milk. I was Ew. I mean, it's tuna that, milk. like tuna milk helps no one. Guys, throughout the season, me and Russ were milk. like, we're excited about an eating challenge. I think we're do really well. Like, thinking we're gonna eat like some kind of like heart or something because you know I'm from Alaska. Back home, we we would go fishing. We put like fish eyeballs in our mouths, like. To see who could like chew on the longest, like just like weird things as kids. I know. I mean, let's just forget. <laughs> forget I said that. We all have <laughs> our own childhoods, Olivia. We all have our own childhoods. Mine we respect little, you. It's fine. Weird. So I was like, okay, I think an eating challenge will be just fine. <gasps> Holy shit! I ate my words because that was the most foul experience of my entire life. I will never be able to describe how bad it was because I have never tasted anything similar to it. So- so you're saying that your dad didn't have you in Alaska at the dinner table. Like, you know what? This may come up later in life. Here's some mayonnaise. I'm going to stick the fish we caught today inside of it. And then I'm going to pour salt on it. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, here's some liver. Here's some heart. And I'd be like, ew, I don't want to eat it. And he'd be like, come on. You're my girl. I'd be like, okay. Don't make my dad proud. So I'd like, I mean, Aww. it still tasted like horrible. But, Aww. you know. I loved hearing how much you talked about him. Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. just like, and and I think that like, as a challenger, as somebody going through all of those obstacles, you really do draw back to like, okay, how am I even able to do this? Like what in yeah. me pushes me to that point? And it's just beautiful that you were able to reference your father. So tell us a little bit about your yeah. relationship with him. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I don't always want to be the girl like from Alaska, from Alaska, but also like it is such a different way of growing up. Like I do think that I overcompensate with being girly now because I wasn't really, I never was able to fully express myself as a kid in the ways I wanted to, because it was always like a survival lifestyle in a way. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with my dad, like we would go fishing and that's pretty common, but you know, it was like extreme things. Like we go fishing for like three days, not showering, like, you know, gutting these fish as a 12 year old, I'm like slicing a fish open, like you know, cooking over fire, just like learning little tasks that I thought were so normal and realizing when I came to like the, you know, the lower 48 or whatever it is. I mean, LA, um, Arizona, that's not maybe a so common. My dad definitely taught me to be strong in like my character, um, never compromise it. 
for anyone or anything. He taught me to always push myself because I'd always say, I can't, I can't. And it's actually funny. Jordan kind of reminds me of my dad in a weird way. Like he, he is, <laughs> I know it's, that maybe came out weird, but he, he kind of reminds me of like, you know, he, he sees, my dad sees the power in me more than I even see it in myself. And mm -hmm. I think that during my hard moments, I heard his voice just being like, come on, Liv, come on, Livy, you got this. Come on, you got this. You're badass. You got this. And, and even if I didn't believe it, when I was a kid, I always would do, I would always make it through because, you know, of his encouragement. So yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It was cool because I don't relate with my dad a lot in this, this time of my life because I am, you know, on social media, I like to do photo shoots and bikinis or whatever. So it's cool to be able to watch the show and hear my dad's feedback being like every week being like, you're such a badass go girl. And it just like feels good to be able to have, you know, something in common again. Oh, he's gonna watch yeah. this. Love it. Oh my god, he's I know. So he's gonna cry. <laughs> I know. Wait, I heard something in there. The lower forty-eight. Hawaii is like Is that what y'all call us? Yeah, the lower forty-eight. I love that. For the lower forty-eight. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yo, you know those people in the lower forty-eight? Like, you guys are out there just just killing shit, riding wolves. You got your <laughs> snow dogs. I mean, really? I saw you thriving in Alaska. You were yeah. outside. Mind you, we froze in Argentina. And then I'm looking at you and I'm like, you're on a mountain. You just went up a mountain for a photo, like just to take random pictures <laughs> in Alaska. It was negative like five negative degrees. <gasps> yeah, negative five. Care at all. I guess yeah, it's but different when you're like, home and you're not in, it's different you're not because in challenge like, uniform. Right. And also I'm like, I can quit whenever I want to. It's a mental, mental <laughs> strength is such a freaking thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's funny because Alaska's biggest flex is that it's the biggest state. And because everyone thinks Texas is right, so Alaska's biggest flex is like we're basically half United States. So yeah, we call it the lower forty-eight. You know, <laughs> dude, I that's love amazing. that. I never would have known that, dude. So crazy. Gotta get a T-shirt. This is the lower forty-eight. What's the biggest state? Alaska. <laughs> we Most win. people would get that wrong. <laughs> so I want to know, and I want people to know, because this was such a such a fast moment, and I know it's hard to like relive injuries, but we see you pulling on it. And then you're like, I'm going to switch to the injured finger. And then you go back to the regular finger. Mm. And it's like this split second, like how it even turned. Like I don't, I was looking for it to turn because I was there. So I knew that you hurt yourself, but I was, mm -hmm. so I was looking for like that moment. And I still like, I feel like I would have to watch it in slow-mo. So like, I think it's anytime you hesitate with anything, it goes wrong. So like, I also like Arasio was very encouraging the whole time, but he definitely, as I would be too in the moment, he's like, come on, come on. So it's not his fault. I need, I mean, we all need that encouragement of like, let's go, let's go. But my finger was so bad and it got so much shit in it or stuff in the it, tire. whatever. It got the tire, it got the fish guts. It was bleeding nonstop with running with the tire. There's so much, you know, you're holding a heavy tire. Right. So it was, it was, the blood was pulsing. So I actually had to stop before the slingshot and get my finger cleaned out with a antiseptic that is like the strongest one basically for surgeries like you know what i'm saying so it stunk you guys oh the pain oh. of getting think of peroxide in a little cut it's like oh it stings no bro this was so painful so when yeah. i'm walking up you can kind of hear me being like like a little bit catching my breath like i was crying it's because i i was just screaming like i was literally screaming i was like oh my god like it hurts so bad so oh, wrap that up again imagine. And then I ran to the golf ball. And so I'm kind of like still trying to get it together. I'm like, first of all, I'm not a crier. Like, I don't, I don't cry. It's a flaw. Maybe it's maybe good sometimes, but no matter what it is, it's hard for me to cry. So if I'm crying, it means I'm in excruciating pain. So I was, yeah, trying to get, get it together. And then the golf ball, 
the slingshot, I was like, of course, it's my middle finger on my right hand. And if you shoot a slingshot, like I actually grew up shooting arrows, bone arrows and shooting like I was I'm actually good aim. So I was like, okay, I was thinking this is not gonna be that much of a problem for me. And then when I saw that there was a slingshot, my finger, you know, messed up. I was like, God damn it. Because I knew that the middle finger is what you shoot with. So I was like, okay, maybe the pointer, but the pointer is never going to make a straight shot. And then I'm like, my left hand, I don't know what's going on with that. We'll try it out. And then I, yeah, in just a split second, I was like, well, I'm taking too long trying to figure it out. Let me just, let me just shoot. And then I remember seeing at the corner of my eye that the slingshot was twisted a little bit. And I just, right when I saw that, I let go. And I mean, it happened so fast, you guys. And it felt, I mean, I got rocked. Yeah, you did. My so obviously I we haven't talked about it, but my face actually did end up breaking in five places. So I broke my nose, but I also broke my optical bone behind my eyeball, and I broke my skull. So it, it cracked, it cracked all the oh. way up my all the way up to my hairline. But one of the first oh. things I did was I checked my teeth. I was like, okay, my teeth are all there. We're good because I did not have braces for. You literally asked for, if your nose was okay eighteen times because I'm like this is my brand. Like, this is my face we're talking about. I'm not going to, especially if I got DQ'd and didn't win. I'm like, I need to take, I'm not messing my face up for the rest of my life. Like, Oh my God. (laughs) Hell no. I better have my nose. If I'm not winning, can't even imagine how traumatic it is for you. And also just want to throw in there. I'm so fucking sorry for that sabotage. Like (laughs) what a trash way for that Mm. to unwind. I wish I would have sabotaged Misa because I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't have cracked your face. I don't what know. What if I did? Remember, you tried to kill me with almonds and you're trying to kill me with a golf ball. <laughs> okay, listen. I will say, <laughs> if that would have happened to me, Tori, you would have felt awful. I, w- I feel awful regardless. And with like, my luck, I would have lost an eye. The fact that it hit me directly in the middle of the eyes shows how good of a shot I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Instead of having a pirate, we have you back with us. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, yeah, like, listen, I patch would have been cute, though, for a little bit. I guess I could have rocked it. But yeah, I couldn't see actually out of my I mean, I could see straight. But if I looked up or down, it was double vision. And, and it was just wild. And I was like, dude, am I there was a moment when I was in the, you know, in the deepness of everything, even in the hotel room where I was like, am I ever going to be normal again? Like, did I just fuck myself up to go on a TV show? Like, um, like, this is real life. People forget. I think that not only is this a reality TV show, this is like an intense, intense competition show. And anything can happen. We're all putting ourselves at risk every single day. And I don't even think I took that seriously until it seriously happened to me. So. Well, what's crazy, even if you do hurt yourself, you'd probably go back on another one. It's a weird thing. And I think yeah. it's only a challenger thing where like, we literally know that we could get hurt at any moment. Yeah. Whether it's what happened with Nani falling off the thing, one one false move. I mean, even when we start the challenges and we have to go walk up into the woods and then come out, yeah. I mean, anything could happen to you at any point. And we yeah. sign up for that. And it just, I think it takes some type of like badassery, if you will, to like get you there. Like you have to be a certain type of human yeah. to do these kinds <laughs> of shows. And it just shows, like, with you, like, you still wanted to play, even when they had you in the ambulance, just, like, throw a Band-Aid on me. I just want to know where they took you, what was going on there. Were you more scared in the ambulance about Um, everybody? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think when I got in the ambulance, it was so funny. Like I was still cracking jokes in the ambulance. Like I'm like, ride or die. Like who am I? I'm like, Olivia, you just broke your face. Like it's okay to be serious for a second. But yeah, I think, I mean, I was honestly kind of making jokes the whole way to the hospital because I was a little bit still in shock. Couldn't really feel the pain as much as I just felt my whole face was absolutely numb and no one spoke English fluently. So I was like, why couldn't Horacio come with me if they were going to, I didn't know. I thought honestly, in all transparency, like I could be like good the next day. I don't know. So I was like, why wouldn't they let him continue? I mean, I get it and it's totally fair, but I was expecting maybe them to let him continue because it's not fair that we got DQ because of me. And that's why I do still, even to this day, kind of have a little bit of self blame, but obviously it's not my fault, but it is my fault. You know, it, it's on me. So um, yeah, pulling away, I was just like, Oh my God. I think the producer came in Emer and she's like, I'm so sorry, but like you're done. And I was just like, and that's when I started, that's the first time I started crying. I was just like, no, like, please, you know? And, and it was just, you know, at that point I was just like in disbelief that this was actually happening to me. So on the way to the hospital, no one really speaks English. I was kind of going in and out of the blacking out. Um, they weren't sure if my brain was starting to swell because I started not to be able to see. And then I started getting scared because this is like my body of like, you have one freaking body and like, it kind of actually put, I'll talk about this later, but I think everything is a blessing in disguise. And I'll tell you why I feel like this was a blessing in a weird way for me. But um, we went to a hospital. It was an hour away. So I was in the, this ambulance, by the way, small ambulance with no freaking, uh... sh- there was no, there was no shocks on this thing. It was like, it was the bumpiest ride I've ever experienced while I have a broken nose, while someone's trying to hold my face. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and it was just, and did you see the part where she's like, I was like, is my nose okay? And she's like, you have blue eyes. I'm like, blue eyes are not going to cut you it. It's not going to save so you. Everything's okay. Yeah. I'm like, sis, that's like, not, I was that's like, girl, not it. Like, yeah. So anyways, I get to the hospital. I'm still in my fish suit. So I smelled like fish the whole time I was in the hospital. Um, doctors are coming in and out. I have like five different specialists come in. One for x-rays. So I go get x-rays. And that's when they found out that obviously my finger wasn't broken because they thought my finger that the bone ripped like, like, you know, bent backwards. Uh. I know. And then that's when they said I broke my face in five. Well, at first they were like, okay, it didn't look that bad. It might just be a bruise. And then they, and I was just thinking, guys, no, (laughs) I think a bruise. (laughs) I was just so confused by that. So that's when they told me about my face being broken. That's when they said I need to go to the eye specialist because I should not I should be able to see out of my eyes um they weren't sure if a piece of bone might have cut like in the back of my eye which even if you push on your eye a little bit you'll see double vision so any like tweak to your obstacle bone will change your vision right now yeah try, everyone that's listening push on your eye that's what I saw for two months out of one eye wow that's tough dude oh, yeah my God. so it's like it's it yeah so I was like motion sickness a lot oh, like a lot of God. crazy I don't yeah I didn't didn't love it for me um yeah, I remember then, you trying to do your hair after and it was just very <laughs> Very hard to watch all of those things. Oh my God, I forget about these things. Yeah, so so anyways, I'm sitting in the hospital. By the way, the final, we ran a lot. I'm not kidding. I think I like lost maybe like 10 pounds, even from like two days, oh, you guys. Yeah, that first day was brutal. Like, and so and so I was in the hospital for another day, one full day. And then they were like, do you guys wanna, do, or do you wanna go back to your hotel room? And I was like scared and I'd never been scared before like this because I, I do, I am a person that thinks that I can control anything in my life. I was scared to go back because like they didn't really fully know what was happening. And I was like, does Argentina just not take it seriously? Or do I just not understand what they're saying? Right. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like there was just that communication barrier, which now knowing everything is it's not anyone's fault. It was just a really scary time for me. And I was just like desperate for answers. So I was like, right. I'm scared to go back to the hotel room. Like, what if my brain swells up and they wake up to me dead? Like, right. I don't know. Like, I like you never know. 
And also you hear stories that about people getting hit in the in the temple or hit in the head the wrong way and they die. So I was scared to go back to the hotel room and finally I was like, okay, I think I'm good because some lady was like some lady, I had two black eyes. Someone thought I was a battered woman in the hospital. Like someone was like, Are you okay? Like this this lady, she was so sweet. She was in the hospital bed. By the way, they don't do individual hospital rooms. I was like stacked up. So I'm over here, like black eyes, like can't see out of one eye. I'm just like, where am I? What am I doing? I'm hanging out with, they sent a security guard to come like watch me and stuff, but they barely speak English. And I'm just kind of like, we're just staring at each other. Just like, I don't have my phone. Yeah, that, so that I'm literally just like, be awkward. So awkward. I was like, but they were, they were all dolls. I was just like, yeah, I look so, and they, so, and they, yeah, it was just a lot. What'd they tell you to do when you left? Like what they say, did they say it was going to be, you needed surgery? Mm, yeah yeah so yeah okay so so i went to the hospital the next day to go get another check and they said that i need surgery within like four days because it's such a fresh cut or fresh what fresh fracture that it's easier for the muscle or the bones to be placed back into place whatever i don't really know everything like i said it was very broken english and i had luckily good like you know pas that were helping me translate but like still they don't even know how to translate right. into english so i was just like oh my god all i heard was surgery in four days and i was just like <gasps> i'm not having surgery in argentina like no offense to anyone but i want to be where i'm comfortable and go to my house and be in my home so so yeah like i obviously got a ticket back within i think three days to get surgery in america they hooked me up with a doctor in the u.s and got everything done and it turned out that it's actually not good so this is this is where like there's everyone has different ideas of what's right and wrong with surgeries and with injuries and in Argentina they said I need a surgery in three days in the U.S. they said I need to wait six months because they actually want to make sure all the swelling goes down so they give me a nose job they don't want it to have swelling interfere with the outcome because it could look like oh my nose is really cute and small and the swelling goes down and then I have like a crazy looking face like and I'm just right. not oh my willing God. to could do you that. imagine you look like the crib keeper after oh right no. yeah I think your nose is great I thought you looked badass with the with the black eyes you looked so pretty it was the first time that I'm like oh my <laughs> god they're gonna see you're not gonna have any makeup on you're just gonna be you and maybe some lip gloss I didn't even put lip um, gloss on I didn't even wear makeup to that interview because I was just like this is what it is I loved it and and that was I think it's great for everybody to kind of see like there was so much like honesty mm. in those moments Mm -hmm. and the interviews and it was just like this is what happened and I'm still here to talk about it and I think it's you went through a lot this season and yeah. you still like this was icing on the cake you, I mean I would have been like no y'all are not I feel like shit no I'm not doing this interview and you still even did that so like yeah. through and through thank you you're a, you're a warrior you're a warrior princess and your nose <laughs> still looks yeah great I'm really happy you didn't get the nose job yeah I am too I mean I only can breathe out of one side but well we'll fix that one we'll just have somebody just hold your nostril open <laughs> for the rest of your yeah. life we'll just have a nostril helper okay you're hired I mean okay fine I'll come I'll come to Arizona so, yeah <laughs> and I'll just hold it over <laughs> okay so before we go any further we need to take a quick break we'll be right back after this Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, 
It's got standard third row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. I want to follow up on what you said earlier about how you said it's like a blessing in disguise because I think yeah. that like anybody who's had to recover from a traumatic injury maybe could use some light and yeah. I'm interested in what you have to say about that. Yeah, so obviously when it happened, I mean, there's no, there's no speedy way that you can recover from this. So it was definitely going to be a journey. And they told me that even not even just weeks, like months because of, first of all, the pain that every day, I mean, even to this day, my nose still crunches weird and it's actually not that bad. It's not that bad, but it's still, it's a memory. Also, even just looking at myself in the face every day and seeing a scar, it's a constant reminder. Um, I am lucky that I have the most amazing like laser techs here. So I got laser on my scar and it almost is gone actually. Um, wow. which I know and it's a big deal because the scar was not just a scar like a cute like you know like battle wound like a gash it was like a bumpy it was crazy at first and I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a whole collage of all of, like I'm, I made a whole video of me going through everything so you can see all the process of everything I went through even just like my emotions and all that oh but God, um amazing. yeah I mean obviously I'm gonna be really honest I am superficial to a point let's be honest here and I care about how I look. It also stems from me not being, I was an ugly duckling as a kid. I also went through, you know, a lot of being, I guess, I don't know. I just, I struggled as a kid, not being what the way I wanted to look or treated the way I am treated now because I looked a certain type of way. And now looking back, I was like, okay, I was a cute kid, but feeling it is different than maybe what other people see. Mm -hmm. And I think getting hit in the face really opened my eyes to all the things I have pushed under the rug for my insecurities, my inner child. And it made me confront those things. So not only was it painful to see myself every day, but it was painful to deal with the wow. feelings I was feeling behind the face. Oh, that's beautiful. So yeah, I think just, even if this was like the way you're gonna look forever with two black eyes, like, like you're good enough without, you know, looking like a freaking pretty princess. Like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, it really, it, like I said, it was, it's a blessing in disguise. And I'm not saying I'm totally healed from that. I'm saying that I definitely am aware of it now where I wasn't aware of it then. So yeah, like finding myself is worth more than a million dollars to me. Yes, yes girl. Uh, oh my yes. God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I support, yeah. I support that. <laughs> but you also know, you, your child is so yeah. true. And in all of us, mm -hmm. like there is that bit of, we do, we all have our insecurities, whether, mm -hmm. you know, someone else like thinks it might be silly or we may feel, feel mm -hmm. like stupid about it. Yeah. I mean, our feelings are valid. Yeah. So, Thank you for And like you that. two, you two were like a big part of this. Like you girls were there for me. Like, I mean, obviously we didn't really not get along. We never hung out at the beginning of the season. And there was a point I think where we're like, wait, we actually all have a good time yeah. together. Like we all relate on different <laughs> levels. And so there was a point where we're just like, okay, like obviously we all want to make it to a final and we'll do our best. I'll get there. Um, it was also being, it was a weird position for you guys maybe and me because I was a rookie. So I was like, I get, I totally get that your allegiance was other 
but also I loved you and I know you guys loved me. Yeah. So it's a weird thing. But you guys helped me a lot. Both of you guys did not need to give me advice that you gave me in the house to be better. Because, I mean, if anything, you guys could try to scare me out of my <laughs> shit list. Yeah. Like, Who to, the fuck is scary? You live? You're scary as fuck, dude. <laughs> not that you're scary. I loved you. I loved you're every strong part. ass bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. no one's trying to scare you. I love you. you. <laughs> yeah. Liv made me laugh. Liv I love suicides you. with me that day. <laughs> <laughs> we drank our Aperol spritzes yeah. together while Tori tried to steal them. Dude, oh I my mean, God. I mean, oh I think I love the yeah. I love the end for that reason it's because you've been through all of it mm-hmm. and you know you have like a mm-hmm. week to go with these people yeah. and you may have mm-hmm. fought with them or you may not have had time to really get to know them when there were 30 other people in the house but now you get to and it's like such a deep yeah, level I- of being able to understand people mm-hmm. it's like trauma bond yeah. but it's well really yeah. we're trauma bond for real now <laughs> yeah but no i i agree <laughs> i really do think that there is a plan a life plan for everyone and i think that I was lucky enough to have you guys be so close to me in the house because I needed you guys after that happened. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I, in the hotel room, if I was having beef with everyone, which I'm, that's just not my, that's not in my fucking blood. But like, if I did, like I would be so alone. And like, Arasio is a dude. He's not gonna relate with me the way maybe a woman that I, I mean, he's not gonna relate with me the same way that you guys mm-hmm, did, mm-hmm. you know? Cause he's gonna, obviously he's gonna, he says boundaries. I don't want to intrude. You guys are banging on the door. You're like, how are you? Oh my god, what's happening? You're like, I need that. <laughs> yes. You know, because I grew up with si- I sisters, so like I, I like sometimes I need the overpowering of love, being like, we're gonna love you. And I'm like, no, don't look at me. Like, I'll just stay in my room. Like, I don't want to, you yeah, know. No. I'm like, not a, I'm not a people pleaser, but what is it called? Like, I, I'm like, I don't like to make anyone uncomfortable. Yeah. So, I'm just like, I'm like, I don't want you guys to see this, maybe or whatever. And you guys were just like no we're all hanging out we're all gonna have some drinks and and they were they were telling me they're like in the hotel room they're like we don't want you to drink for a couple days because your face i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah i know i remember okay i'm, I'm having you're having a wine cheeky a cheeky bev. Bev. okay cheeky i'm having a cheeky bev or two because look at me oh i deserve it so we we ended up drinking but but yeah i know so like i just want to say thank you to you girls too because i know like it wasn't easy for any of us, but definitely needed you guys as well as Nani because she was obviously amazing as well. Yeah. And just to be there at the end, even the guys, they were all, they were, everyone was amazing. I'm Same. so grateful for the short a time. Lot I, to, I mean, just like yeah. your season was such an incredible season, dude. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like, yeah. Why would you expect a rookie to immediately align with a vet? Like this is just not how the game has operated mm-hmm. in years, but like at the end there, it got to a point where it's like respect is respect. Like watching you and Horacio have that yeah. season that you had, see, like you are, you are it. Like some people come on and want oh, to be you it. Know. You came on it. You were just like, here I am. Like I'm blonde, I'm big, I got makeup on and I'll fuck shit up. And like all the way to the end, even you saying slap a band-aid on my, on my bruise. <laughs> oh, I had the unicorn horn. I literally didn't think it looked like that. So big. For days, it was just a well. Oh my God. Oh my I was, God. I mean, you look badass. And yes, I think that you had an incredible season and I, I you were a very likable person. And I think Thank that you. people can relate to you. But it also, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. It I'm, shows that you could walk into like a new situation, mm-hmm. make friends, come out with actual friends. And in the meantime, in between time on the show, kick ass and then look pretty doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love you guys. All, we all look like garden gnomes. <laughs> oh my God. Like a full face. And I would look at her. I'm like, does she really have all that makeup on? And then I'm like, oh shit, that's why. Because 
we look like garden gnomes. <laughs> yeah. I, no, do you know what? Okay, you, you looked amazing before everything. And I'm like, why? That doesn't translate for everyone. No, listen, this like, is why I did it. it. This like, is why I did you it. You were at a different place in the same outfit. I did it because when I was on Love Island, you forget there's cameras, right? And I look back at that show and I some days weren't, wasn't wearing makeup and I looked like disheveled. And I was like, mm, I think I'm not going to ever want to look back at a show and be like, I should have probably tried a little harder. So I was like, I was just like, I'm just going to do it. And also, honestly, it's kind of a meditation for me. It's my war paint, you know, and mm. I'm going to keep doing it. Look good, feel good, play good. Yeah, I feel yeah, like exactly. Tori, I feel like we did. I feel like that was like total madness. Like we weren't going to wear makeup and then we ended up being like, oh, shit. And then we wear a little bit, but now I feel like I'm. Um, I felt. I feel like if I do that, my whole face coming out of the water is gonna be all. <laughs> so I was more nervous about it coming off. Yeah. Right. Than anything. Honestly, yeah. to be sponsored. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I think you should be sponsored because now I'm more encouraged to look better. Honestly, so thanks right. for that. We're gonna be in full glam next any <laughs> yeah, full season glam. we go on full Heels. glam full glam yeah i do want to talk about like do you think <laughs> that you did you ever expect knowing that you and Horacio were a rookie rookie pair seeing kind of how the season was going that you would ever make it to the final so no 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 but i didn't think we were not going to make it because of our ability i really thought we were just going to be like outnumbered and i honestly didn't think which we were but i also didn't think that like if you think about it me and Horacio were never direct vote not once all season yeah so I really wow. think that That's like a political game. I'm just saying, <laughs> but the thing is, but the thing is, I'll be honest. Like I wasn't even trying to play it like that. I just, I just, Rossi was just, you know, adorable. And he's just amazing as a pure human. So hmm. he made connections in a, in a good way. And I made them in a, you know, a good way as well, but mine were maybe a little bit crazier. I felt like, yeah, we were lucky, even though everyone was against us, no one was directly shooting necessarily at us. Or if they were, they were going around us by other people yeah. like the Johnny and Raven. So, I mean, I can't believe we made it to the final, but I also can because we also worked our ass off. But, I mean, I've seen – I haven't seen a lot of seasons, right? But now I just started watching it again. I watched Dirty 30. I was like, oh, that's God. your rookie season. Oh, yeah. That's when yeah. And Lisa oh, my God, not- you killed it. I was like, damn. <laughs> you guys were mean as – poor Nisa. Uh, you hated me. <laughs> Don't bring up that. That just – I watched Don't it back and I almost up. cried. I'm like, yeah, ah, no. <laughs> my bet that's my best friend. I that see. Just shows full circle that like that was things, a crazy season. Though. You know, like it's all a game at the end of the day. Like we're all we're all cool. Like we all can be cool. But <laughs> yeah, so I I watched some of them now and like not a good chance that you're not going to be a direct vote at least once, right? And so I think we got lucky, but also maybe it was gameplay and our personalities just maybe we're just like good personalities for the challenge. That it just happens naturally. I don't know, like. We got lucky. I think that I believe in God and I, or, you know, a higher power. And I think that everyone has a plan and he had a plan for me, whether it, maybe it was as cheesy as it is waking myself up to, you know, myself and yeah. just being a better person. And maybe I can, you know, hopefully inspire young girls that think that, cause listen, going into this on Twitter, on every social media platform, everyone put us as number one to go home first. And it almost just feels good. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest here, right? And so it just feels good to be like, <laughs> and you see, you're like, oh, I thought you were probably going to go home too. Listen, our airplane experience. I, I can't. Not the airplane. Well, I Don't also didn't up. think, I also didn't, the, well, I didn't know on the airplane. I was like, oh, party girl. Da, 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 da. But yeah, but I didn't know. There's always There's a plan. There's always a plan. Things that happen, but I think everything happens yeah. for a reason. So, yeah. yeah so like, 
I don't know. It just felt good to like, I don't know. I feel like I stuck it to everyone that ever doubted me. And like that just felt good in itself because honestly, I knew what Mm -hmm. I was capable of. I played soccer growing up. Like I don't really talk about my sports because I'm not athletic like that anymore. But like I went on the show, you guys, without working out. Like I did not work out. And and I didn't realize how intense like it was going to be because I never studied the show, never watched it really. So I didn't realize like a mile, whatever. But a mile for me is totally fine. But it's when you're trying to keep up with people that are really good at running that it's hard. And you're like, I can't even do like y'all. And and also your mind plays a and big the part. Obstacles. Yeah. And like in your mind, like when people are passing you and you're like, oh my God, like they're faster than me. Like, oh my God, can I do this? Maybe I can't do this. Maybe, and you start to play games with yourself. Yeah. So I definitely think if I was to be invited back, I've been training now. So yeah. like, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm honestly even just training just for like life. It, I feel better as a person. My mental feels better. Um, But yeah, I mean, I forget where I was going with this, but I never thought I'd make it to the final. No. Yeah. But I'm happy I did. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's written, like you said, you know, you believe in that higher power, that universe. Look how much growth you've had. And also you've had to publicly have just by like going through what you've gone through and then still having this optimistic and positive outlook saying like, now you love yourself more mm-hmm. after that accident. You are mm-hmm. working out more. Like these are huge things. Mm-hmm. And even though you just want to inspire young girls, I guarantee you there's older women out there that are looking at you and they're like, wow, like at, yeah. I, if she can conquer that, I can get up and I can go do 10,000 steps today. Like, yeah, I, I can do No, it. totally. So, I mean, or 5,000 like, or 2,000 yeah. <laughs> or whatever. whatever. Even yeah, 100, whatever, goal, whatever. whatever your goal is, it's, it's attainable. It's achievable. Yes. That even just goes with like, I mean, I'm not going to talk about this too much, but like even just mental health. After I left the show, I like slid into such a depression and I've really never been depressed before. But because I always am busy. I always keep myself busy. I'm always distracting myself what it is. So I think maybe I've always had depression um, tendencies, but I've been distracted. So when I really was forced to sit with myself in my pain, I had to confront all those demons. And I was just like, whoa, like this is going to be a lot to handle. So I'm now I'm taking steps and like, I'm going to therapy. I'm, I'm talking more openly about it, even just here. Like I don't yeah. ever talk about these things, but like, I'm trying to force myself so I can grow in that way yeah. and be also open and honest with my friends because I want to be able to let them know they're not alone, if anything, and also like leave it open for them to give me advice to help me because I deserve to be helped as well. And I need to be okay with like accepting help as well. So it's a lot of things, you know what I mean? And also last thing for this being everyone on Twitter and whatever, saying I was going to be voted home first because you know, whatever. And then, and then even people like kind of chirping about me just, you know, with the makeup or what I look like, whatever. It's like, I thought it was cool because I feel like in a way it broke stereotypes for me. And I feel like I'm like, you can look whoever, like, it's really all heart at the end of the day. It's all heart. You know? It's all heart. Yeah. I love all that. And I also just, it, that made me yeah. think of another thing. And I think it's important for us to just talk about this for a moment because people did see your evolution with Nelson over the season. And then obviously mm-hmm. we know your personal story about why yeah. you guys didn't yeah. continue. But I think just yeah. you now mm-hmm. talking about wanting this space to figure yourself mm-hmm. out, like mm-hmm. maybe just touch a little bit of light on that because I think that it's really important for people to understand why you guys are not yeah. talking. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Well, so obviously on the season, I, uh, <laughs> there's a, okay. So I was not wanting to go on the show and couple up with it. Couple up. Oh my God. I'm using love Island terms. You guys, I would, like to couple up <laughs> I would have Nelson. never known. I kind of wanted to go on a show coming off a love show. I was known as Olivia and said right. person. Right. So I wanted to just do this. And that's why even like me and Arasio, like everyone's like, are you guys like dating? Are you guys talking? Are you guys together? I was just like, no. And even in my head, like 
I was like, I'm not going to do that. And I mean, not that he was giving me the okay, let's be honest here. But I just told myself, like, I'm not going to have any like romances or whatever. Never really thinking that I would maybe meet someone else. But I thought since we were rookies, maybe no one would give me, no guy would give me the time of day, I guess, if, he's, if that makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Everyone that slid in my DMs before the show. Ooh. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but not kidding. I'm not kidding. Um, but yeah, take a while, I guess. Um, so <laughs> coming on the show, I was like, I'm not going to associate myself with a guy because if I do well, I want to be able to do it my on my terms and because I deserved it I don't ever want to be carried by a showman that's just not cute for me and that's nothing that's something I don't want to set even for my sister as an example of like you know a guy or whatever but with me still not being awakened by my necessary healing I feel like I always needed a man to complete me in a weird way like I always needed like someone there that made me feel safe I didn't feel safe maybe alone if that makes sense I don't know how to describe it but I just felt like I don't know. I don't know. I, I basically I, I met Nelson. He was an amazing guy. He was someone that I felt like wasn't gunning for me because me and Norris got really close as well, right? And so I felt safe. He was very vulnerable from the get go, and I didn't know him before the show. And I honestly was not expecting it to go anywhere. You guys know that I had a full ass crush on someone else in the house, which they obviously don't talk about or show. I'm just gonna leave that to the imagination. Isn't that so wild? Like, wait, can oh you my just, god, just bring it up. Oh my god, hey guys, just say the name, just say the name, and move on. I just okay. I'll give it. I'll give a hint. I'll give a hint because I don't know what what the situation was necessarily outside the house, but there was a point where this person that I kind of had a connection with started like pulling away in the way of like, okay, maybe he crossed the line, and that's when I was like, mm, and there was little rumors kind of trickling around the house that he might be talking to someone or has or on and off so i was just like we're not gonna go there and he said it's your favorite person we'll just say that oh yeah yeah anyways well and like since then me and him has had a conversation and like everything's like whatever and like we're we're friendly we're friendly like we're friends good (laughs) did he pull away though i okay well yes well this is this is the thing this is the thing i felt like i know when a guy is like all in on me and I'm sorry but like I'm one of those girls that like you need to fall hard for me or I'm not gonna be vulnerable with you because I'm not ready to get my heart broken so yeah no I don't you know what it was is I was at the club and with you guys everyone and I was like he's he's being a little weird and distant and then there was a bet um, I think it was like it was my roommate it was Annalise Mariah and Narice I think and I was like I was in the fence of this guy and Nelson. I was like, okay, like, you know, I like both of them, but like, whatever. And I'm just, and I said, whoever strikes first, I'm just going to go for it. Cause wow. it's not that serious. Like I'm having fun. Yeah, right. And, and then, yeah. And then I think I actually was. Whoever strikes. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, did he ever actually, yeah. I'll be honest. I was one that went and crawled in his bed. Hey, April will so do it to you. <laughs> you know what? Those freaking. Right. The chaperone. chaperone oh, that's so bad. You guys, I think we made like. We made like 10 different names for Admiral Spritz. Like whatever you can imagine, we made a name for. But um, so yeah, so me and Nelson got together. He was honestly like my soundboard in the house. I still really respect him for that. I think that when you're in a house and you're, it's it's a weird type of quarantine. It's almost like an end of the world kind of thing, right? Like it's yeah. like, okay, well, this is my house. This is the only person that, and, and I'm not saying that I settled for him at all. I don't mean it like that at all. No, no bad blood like that. I just mean like, that was first of all single person we did connect he did make me feel special because he treated me very well I also think that I might have been just very lonely and wanting to find solace in someone and so he got eliminated 
And that's when I had those three weeks by myself. And that's when I was with you girls and we kind of all had a good time. And I realized I'm like, did I really like him the way I thought I liked him? Or was I feeling a void of loneliness because I felt like the whole house was against me and not in a bad way. Right. But like, I just felt like I'm like, I'm so alone in here. Like if I can make my time any more, like any less painful, I'm going to do that. And, and he made it, you know, obviously fun for me. And, you know, I, I, I have wants and desires and they were fulfilled. You know yeah. what I'm so, um, <laughs> but anyways, I had those three weeks by myself in the house with everyone and kind of found my footing and where I stood and where I needed to keep standing if I wanted to stay. And that's when I kind of, I don't want to say forgot about him. Cause it's not like, I don't mean any disrespect, but I meant like those feelings kind of for me went away. Right. Well, and, do you realize they stemmed from a place of, yeah. of a void, of feeling a void as opposed yeah. to it being a genuine, like, oh, I, this person fulfills yeah. me. So. And that's comfort yeah, yeah. because those, when we're on a show, everything seems like yeah. emergent and immediate and serious and you form these kind of trauma bonds. And a lot of these relationships, I mean, mm. some showmances don't really make it past the front door. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if they do, you're lucky and there has to be, you know, something more to the relationship. No, I just like just to wrap like that whole thing up. Um, when I left the final, we talked and he was like, I want to come see you right away or come to Texas. And at this moment, I also still was like, I just got hit in the face. So I'm like, honestly, like no offense. I don't care about anything right now. I care about being like being comfortable. And for me, for me, comfort, comfort was being alone and dealing with what I just got dealt with. And I don't feel comfortable having someone I still really don't really know in my space. And I did, and he didn't that vulnerable. It was so vulnerable and he didn't understand that. And that's where we started colliding. And that's where he started like getting upset. And that's when I started pulling away even more because I was like, we are obviously not on the same page here. And then also, you know, we got to know each other a little bit different outside the house. And it was just, you know, he's just not my person. And that is just as respectful as I can keep it. I think he's obviously a good guy. We'll see at the reunion, you know, what transpires, but mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I we're think just, I'm single. I'm single as ever. So yeah, I'm I think single as ever. <laughs> Everyone out there, <laughs> I'm single as ever. P.S. P.S. <laughs> also really single. <laughs> I think like we, you know, the challenge as corny as it is to say, like you go through so many yeah. different challenges on the show, whether it be like facing your own insecurities or like dealing yeah. with like filling a void or the actual challenges itself. So like just holding grace is the most important thing because like, dude, you've you've been through it. So I commend mm -hmm. you on that and and for where you are today. But let's talk about the guy that everybody loved this season. Or Everyone you. loved this season. <laughs> yes. Everybody loved it. <laughs> how, oh, yeah. how did you and Horacio grow as partners throughout the season? So, I mean, obviously going in, I'm not like, I might play dumb sometimes, but I'm not dumb. I knew that he was worried about me keeping up with everyone. And, and so I kind of am happy he was like that because it almost gave me a little bit more of a push. Like, I'm going to show him too. Like, I'm not yeah. just like some some girl at like the party. So coming in, I knew that he was a little bit concerned and I could see him kind of peeking on me time to time, checking on me all the time. Like, even when we were at the clubs and stuff, like, are you good? Okay, be careful because we might have, like, we would go into eliminations and I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm drinking because if this is my last night, I'm going to have fun yeah. because I did not come all this way just not to enjoy myself and be stressed out. Like, I saw how it, being stressed out does not work for you because I've seen other people that got eliminated this season that were literally sitting in the corner, just like rocking, like scared yeah. on their you know pants. And I'm just like, that's not me. So, but he was amazing. I mean, he's so encouraging. He honestly does not have a bad bone in his body. I hope he always stays that way, honestly, because he's such a good, like, he's such a good 
like stencil for what a man should be like he, he or I guess a blueprint he's a good blueprint a of like what I want a stencil. <laughs> I kind of love the stencil he's a stencil he's a good sketch he's a good sketch of that someone's gonna make a meme with like him and like a little stencil just like I'm his so face. dead I hear you though I oh hear my god you, and I agree with yeah you. like and and honestly I would be lucky if I end up with someone that is similar to him obviously me and him are just friends just for everyone we're gonna you know repeat this we're just friends I think we're always gonna be friends um I think that you know you guys had a good time with him I'm happy for you guys <laughs> I had a great um, time you had I, a great cracked, time Tori I cracked I all of the jokes <laughs> and I got, see, no, I, I got to yeah. see we got to dress him up in a cropped sweater Oh, that was so funny, man. Loved it though. He likes stuff like that. He we I had a very he's obviously silly, a little shy, but it was a lot of a lot of jokes had so and many a lot jokes. of laughs yeah. had. And I think that that's for him, like I think it's yeah. hard to open up in these like very large groups. It but is one on one or like yeah. one on three, he was fine. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> oh my god. He, he did and like over over the season, you know, we, we got to meet obviously you guys were there longer. So we got to meet you closer mm-hmm. and more and like God. Yeah. Just like two fucking gifts to the show. And I pray Aww, to God. Sorry, no, that's so sweet. It's so true. Like I really, really pray to God that you come back. Because oh, you have so, to. You gave it your own. I have all. to redeem myself. You don't Not have to even that. shit, dude. We said it we said it from day one. Johnny said it, everybody said it that yeah. I mean you you're a champ. Yeah. You're a champ you're like in the making. Aww. Yeah, but for also, sure. like, you Thank have that you. personality that, that deserves to be on TV. <laughs> you know? It just works. <laughs> you're honest. Oh, you're yeah, yeah. You, so I think that it's, I think you have a long future. Thank you. Uh, listen, I, I really wanted to be there. And so I was like, you know, obviously there's days where people, some people that we saw in the house were kind of cracking, being like, I don't really want to fucking be here anymore. Like, send me home. Like, I've been over this, whatever. Hmm. And honestly, I wanted to be there until the second I left. I agree. I agree. I co-signed that. Well, yeah. Olivia, it's been well, yeah, a amazing. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm happy you brought that up because we actually have a game for you real quick before we let you go. It's our okay. final segment where we have three questions for you about Horacio, your partner. You say that you're right or dies, and now it's time yeah. to prove it. Are you ready? Prove it. <laughs> I'm Wait, ready. I will say first, though, Olivia, you have to know, and this is no pressure, but all pressure. When we had him on, he <laughs> did really well. I'm going to finesse myself through this, okay? Let's go. All right, question number one. What was the name of the show Horacio started on? Um. Okay, I, I know this one. It's just really hard to pronounce. X. Ex-talon. Yes! Good job! Yes. <laughs> Estados Unidos 5. Right? Did I say that right, Anissa? Yeah. I'm sorry. I started laughing at number three already. She's, she's uh, helping me out. Sorry. She's distracting you while I get the answers. <laughs> she's fucking DMing <laughs> you. I can't. <laughs> Olivia, on to the second question. Are you ready? I'm ready. What's Horacio's position in soccer? Ooh, striker. Yeah! No, 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 no! Is he okay? Wait, left, left, left forward, or is it striker count? No, striker is forward. That counts. Striker's forward, but there's also one more position that he played. I believe he plays middle. Yes. Yes. Good job. All right. Well, let's see if you can kill the last one. Because if you do, Tori, take it away. All right. Horacio attended Grand Canyon University in Phoenix. What is their mascot? Wait, 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 wait. I know this one. It's some weird animal. Wait, isn't it like, uh, is it a bird? You get one more guess. I don't know, Wolverine. 
Good try. It's, it's thunder. Damn it. The antelope. Thunder. <laughs> I'm shaking in fear. <laughs> thunder the <laughs> fucking antelope. Shout out to the Grand Canyon oh University God. in Phoenix. I live in Arizona now, too, thunder, so I'm like, God. Right? You would think right. you would know thunder the antelope. You do live in Arizona. It's, oh, my God. You can't keep it together. You're like, now sing the chant. <laughs> God, I <laughs> I'm not mad about I'm mad about getting that one wrong. I'm cool with that one. It's well, fine. I, that, that I, I don't know who would have known. No, that. I don't think he knows that. <laughs> I want to text him. Like, what's your mascot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see if he knows it too. Uh, well, don't feel bad about it. Two out of three is great. I got zero out of three, so I think it perfect. Pro- I think it proves that you're better than me. Good job, and you and Rossi have an incredible bond. But Olivia, thank you so much for coming on the show. I can't imagine how hard it must have been to number one have to watch that back, and then thank you for being yeah. so raw and vulnerable with us. What are your social media handles so that we can follow you, support you, send you lots of love? Yes. Okay. So social media on Twitter is Olivia Kaiser XO. And then on Instagram, it is just my name, Olivia, A, and then Ann, A-N-N, Kaiser. Nice. So two A's. And just for our reference, what was your very first screen name ever? On what? On Zoom? (laughs) On any? No, no. No, your very first screen name, like on AIM. What was your very first AIM screen name? What was your AIM screen name? Oh, I think it was... Soccer um, 1220. Oh, you... (laughs) Wait, how did you freaking know? No. No. Yes. No, what it was wasn't it? It wasn't 1220. It was, it was, I think it was Soccer Babe <laughs> 03, because that was my number. I went to play soccer. I'm, well, I'm dead. Guys, I'm... if you need any psychic readings, um, <laughs> oh for the low price of five ninety nine, so I will I'm try sweating. and guess so funny. your, Anisha, your you school's even know mascot like or your screen That's name. That's so funny. I'm dead. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh my of course, you're Soccer oh, Babe. My first um. You can't be anything else. I, oh, of course. I think it was Soccer Babe. And then I think I made another one because I was like talking to, oh God, I could. Because you were in chat rooms. We're just not going to tell that story. I was in chat rooms. I like literally was talking to Justin Bieber. Obviously not. You were? No. Like oh. people would be like, Justin Bieber, remember that? Like, oh, like, no, yeah, not yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I was, like, you were talking to Justin Bieber. Justin Soccer Babe, you? really? Catfish. Hotmail was like, live forever. Because I was like yeah, playing on my name. Yeah, that's a good Yeah, guy. I mean. I don't mind that one. Live forever. You, can, you guys better out. Off. You guys better out yours, because dude, mine's trash. It was literally tree stump one hundred. Like I don't want to talk. I don't. I don't want to talk about tree it. Tree okay. stump. What? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Anissa, it works now. Full spell, circle. Spell uh, yours, Anissa, and then mine and then, uh, was mine was Sueña Caliente, which means hot dreams in Spanish. Couldn't <laughs> tell me shit. Not hot dreams. I was 14. <laughs> hot dreams. We got hot Oh my dreams. God. Even spicy since inception. Right? Spicy since like kind of awkward and got teased a lot. Yeah. I oh always my found my inner spice. And, and no one could oh, know so that was bad. me. I have a very unique name, I feel. So, Suena Caliente. Yeah. You don't know anything about that soccer babe and tree stump. all right all right well olivia soccer babe thank you so much for coming on the show i fucking hate you guys oh my god the trees love when no one knew you needed it well thank you guys so much for having me this has been fun yeah it's full circle full circle yeah. We love you, Olivia. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day yes. and for being so candid with us. 
I'll text you later. Of course. <laughs> I'll text you later. I'll text you later. <laughs> yeah. Text me later. I'm excited to keep watching the season. Yes. Yeah. I love you. Bye, Liz. Love Thank you guys. You. Bye, babe. Kisses. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshot to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. That was a great interview with Olivia. She's just so honest and real, and it just seems like she's enjoying growing through this process. So it's inspiring. Yeah, it definitely is. I think that. You know the challenge has done well for you or that you have really like taken it for what it's worth when you can actually grow from it and take the lessons you've learned from it and apply it to your real life. So shout out to Liv. Like, thanks for sharing and thanks for putting up with our shit. We love you. Yes. Yes. And you guys know where to follow her. You heard her say it. Anissa, where can we follow you, my sexy dream? Oh, thank you, girl. Um, you can follow me at Anisa MTV. That's A N E E S A M T V on Instagram. I don't really mess around on any other platforms, but that one. Tori Deal, mm-hmm. where can we follow you and support you and love on you? Thank you. You guys can follow me at, at Tori. Wait, I'm sorry. And then send Tori pictures of tree stumps. Ah, oh, shit. You guys can follow me at Tori underscore Deal. And I also released Tori Dealing with. Season two, which is my personal podcast, really short episodes, deeper dive into who I am as a person. If you want to know, come on over and check it out. I listened to it last night for a little bit. Thanks, niece. If you liked this episode, please, please, please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and tell your dear friend. And then catch new episodes of The Challenge Ride or Dies Wednesday at 8 p.m. on MTV. And we'll see you back here next week for a brand new episode of MTV's official Challenge Podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, 
or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.